Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. This time yesterday, PSNI Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell was getting ready to coach an under-15s football team at Omez Killyclocker Road Sports Complex. Just 24 hours later, he's undergoing additional surgery at Altona Gelvin Hospital in Derry. In a moment, we'll hear government reaction from Minister Simon Coveney. But first, let's speak to the DUP MLA Thomas Buchanan, who has represented West Tyrone for 20 years and is a former member of the Policing Board. And you're very welcome Tom to the programme this evening um, I know that you know John Caldwell through his work can you tell us what sort of a policeman is he? Yeah John Caldwell was a very highly respected uh, uh, police officer uh, he was uh, very um, easy uh, to work with uh, his colleagues would, would have said about how easy that, that he was to work with and obviously he was also very highly respected within the communities throughout the uh, all of the communities within the Oma district and uh, that is why that there's so much outrage and anger at what has happened um, just yesterday evening. It's been reported this afternoon that uh, Detective Chief Inspector Caldwell is, is undergoing further surgery in Aldena Galvin. I don't know, do you have any update at this point on his condition? Well, as far as as far as the the reports are that he is critical but still stable, and yes, there was further uh, he was going through further surgery. But um, at this moment in time, the uh, news that we have on him is critical but stable. Of course, because of where the attack took place last night, very many children reportedly witnessed the attack. What are you hearing about the impact on them? Yeah, absolutely. There was a, there was quite a number of children in the area at that particular time, young children who did witness uh, the attack. And I was talking to the principal of Oma High School this morning, and there was somewhere around 16 of his pupils who were there last night. And obviously his concern was to uh, liaise with the parents, with the pupils and any other agencies that would be required at this particular time uh, to help them through the trauma of the experience that they saw last night. Because this was a cold, callous, calculated attack on a North Duty officer. And these people didn't show any respect for human life or for the young children that were there. And it is, uh, it is the mercy of God that some of the children were either injured or killed last night. And of course, there would have been a time, Tom, when children maybe wouldn't have been witnessing um, attacks on a regular basis, but would have been living in a very different atmosphere where talk of, of such attacks wouldn't have been that awfully unusual. Not now, obviously. This is, this is totally alien to the young people growing up in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, it is, um, and no, no one would have expected that such an attack would have taken place in a sports centre where uh, those people that were carrying it out would have known that it would be it's very, very busy, it's very heavily utilised, and they would have known that there would have been a huge amount of children that would have been there at that particular time. Uh, but again, that didn't seem to register with them, and these are people that have no 
regard whatsoever for human life. And um, I, I, what I'm saying to the communities is these people must be rooted out of the communities. There must be no hiding place for these folk within their own communities. And therefore, uh, the people who know who they are must give the evidence to the police and these people must be brought to book for what they have done. Uh, because we have uh, we have a police officer fighting for his life, and we have young people who are traumatised, and that that uh, trauma will last with them for many many years to come. Last night's attack, of course, will have brought back unhappy memories for Oma, and it's only eleven years since another PSNI officer, Ronan Kerr, was killed by a booby trap car bomb outside the town of Oma. Yes. It's only it's eleven years since um, uh, Ronan Kerr was killed, and again that uh, that was um, a devastating experience. And what all these things does, it opens up wounds. Oma has come through over the years; has come through a turbulent time with the Oma bomb and with other murders that has taken place. And again, this it opens up the the wounds and it opens up the sores of those that are uh, victims and all of this and again uh, last night has been no different and it has uh, brought back uh, uh, memories and um, uh, trauma to those uh, people that have been victims in the past and therefore uh, our thoughts and our prayers are with all of these people at this particular time and especially with uh, Mr Kerr. Um, just finally then, Tom, I, I know you said this morning on the BBC that this attack must be roundly condemned. Are you content this evening with, with the reaction and the fact that the attack has been roundly condemned by Sinn Féin, by the government here in Dublin and others? Yeah, but we must see... We must see um we must see further action to the condemnation. And again, you know, we have where Sinn Féin may well have come out and condemned this, but then they they support um, GAA grounds that are that are named after uh, an IRA terrorist. Uh, they support um, IRA um, uh, memorials of the past, and you know we can't be, we can't have a party that's speaking out of both sides of their mouth. So they all are they either condemn this outrightly, and in doing so by their actions, they step away from all this other activity that they're involved in, or um, it, it really means nothing to the people uh, of Oma. Yeah, well, the, uh, Sinn Féin, Mary Lou MacDonald said this morning that there can be no hiding place for this, there can be no sympathy for this, there is no rhyme or reason, politically speaking, for a vicious act of thuggery like this, um, that there can be no sympathy for it at all. Thank you very much, Tom, for joining us uh, this afternoon. Uh, as I said, we also have Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment, Simon Coveney, on the line, and thank you, Minister, for joining us this evening. Hi, Your reaction to last night's shooting? Well, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a mixture of sadness and anger. You know, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Northern Ireland in the last number of years uh, working with all parties there. Um, and uh, the reason that so many people are working so hard for, for peace and political stability in Northern Ireland uh, is because we don't want to see incidents like this. Um, and, you know, last night uh, was um, a, you know, a savage act uh, by thugs uh, who are who are looking to intimidate uh, through through violence, uh, and Northern Ireland wants to leave that behind it, uh, and particularly a town like Oma that has seen 
um, so much tragedy and trauma through through violence and terrorism um, that you know what happened last night. Um, you know, a professional police officer who's held in extremely high regard by, by anybody I've spoken to uh, attacked in front of his son after football training. Um, not only was he shot once, but shot multiple times in an attempt to murder him uh, by people in masks uh, who then tried to escape. Um, you know, it, it brings us back to a different time in Northern Ireland that, that we never want to go back to. Uh, and that's why I'm, I'm glad that parties, all parties in Northern Ireland have condemned uh, very, very strongly what happened last night. And I hope that that condemnation is also followed up uh, by appealing to, to members of the public who know who was responsible uh, for what happened last night to speak to uh, to the PSNI uh, or, if necessary, to Angarda Siakana um, uh, to make sure that, that we put these people where they belong, which is in prison. So you'd like to see that appeal from all political parties in the North, for example? Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I, I mean, I... Uh, um, uh, and to be fair, all political parties have, I think, appealed to, to anybody who knows who's responsible for this uh, or who can contribute uh, to the police um, uh, securing a conviction quickly. Um, they've appealed uh, to, to the public uh, to come forward if they can. Uh, and one of the challenges in Northern Ireland, of course, is that um, you know, there are people in Northern Ireland linked to paramilitary organisations who intimidate the communities that they live in um, and they instil fear, which makes it difficult for people to come forward and speak. Um, but I hope in this instance uh, people will be sufficiently outraged uh, to ensure that, um, uh, that we get a conviction quickly mm. uh, because, you know, Northern Ireland deserves better than this. You know, it's, it's a fantastic place. Um, yes, it is very divided politically and it has a very traumatic past. But Northern Ireland uh, and many, many people there are working for a much better future uh, than, uh, than what we've seen um, uh, in the past. Uh, and uh, we all need to help them do that. Um, we know that the PSNI investigators say they're keeping an open mind, but that their primary focus is on violent, distant Republicans, specifically the so-called new IRA. And yet, yeah. about a year ago, on the advice of MI5, the security threat in Northern Ireland was downgraded for the first time in over a decade. Um, I don't know, can you tell us, was that similar to the security briefings you had been getting, or were there any warnings coming to the Irish government of any growing threats? Well, I mean, there has been, um, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the security assessment in Northern Ireland for quite some time has been, uh, I, I can't remember the, 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 exact, the exact grading, but it was, it was severe. Uh, and that's been the case for a number of years now. Um, uh, and um, that's why Angarda uh, Siakana and the PSNI have probably a closer relationship now than they've ever had before. And can I think it's... Uh, can I just say, I think it's important to say that I think, you know, Angarda Siakana have responded to this attempted murder in, uh, in Oma as if it was one of their own. You know, they, there is, um, from my understanding, there's been very close cooperation uh, uh, between the Garda Commissioner and the Chief Constable in Northern Ireland. There's a conversation taking place as we speak now uh, between uh, the Minister for Justice here and, um, and Chris Heaton-Harris, the Secretary of State in Northern Ireland. So there is absolute cooperation. Uh, in relation to uh, ensuring that on both sides of the border uh, we do everything we possibly can to, um, to rid society of people who are looking to try to wreck peace in Northern Ireland uh, and to 
to cause havoc through violence and intimidation and murder, which is what we saw last night. I know that Gardaí say, um, as you've alluded to there, they've intensified patrolling as well in border counties. Do we know if additional resources have been committed or if that's being looked at? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a, I mean, my understanding is that there was a, an immediate response last night from Agarda Síochána to respond, to work with the PSNI to make sure that there was monitoring on the border um, so, that, um, so that people couldn't uh, look to, uh, to travel across the border to, um, uh, to, um, uh, to get away from the scene. Um, uh, and I would expect uh, very, very close cooperation between the two forces. That's been the case, by the way, for, for quite some time, and it's been very successful uh, in terms of uh, rooting out distant Republican activity uh, and, indeed, uh, other forms of gangland activity as well. Uh, and I think that cooperation, I hope, will, will pay dividends in this instance. Um, uh, and the, there's already been three people arrested, um, you know, under uh, the, the terrorist acts in Northern Ireland. Um, so, so let's hope that leads to a, a conviction. But I, I do want to be careful with mm. what I say. Uh, I, I certainly don't want to compromise any case. Um, Jeffrey Donaldson, the leader of the DUP, said earlier he believed that this attack was nothing to do with the political vacuum that's been caused in Northern Ireland over, over the protocol. Um, would you agree with that? Or do you think that the tone of the Brexit discussions, the protocol negotiations and everything that's happened since has perhaps contributed to maybe not directly this attack, but a, a, a certain sense of instability in Northern Ireland? Well, I don't think we should take any blame away from the people who are responsible for this. Um, uh, you, you know, politics in Northern Ireland is challenging, it's divided, uh, it's, it's difficult at times, we know that. But, but that, that is, um, I don't think we should connect uh, the division and difficulty in politics in Northern Ireland with attempted murder. You know, the, the, the blame here lies with, with people who decided to put balaclavas over their faces and tried to tried to murder a father in front of his son uh, after football training last night in Oma. That's where the blame lies, uh, and I don't think we should we should divert uh, away from uh, from that clarity. Um, there are separate issues in Northern Ireland linked to the issues that we know all about in terms of trying to find a solution to the protocol and so on, which has been very divisive and difficult in Northern Ireland. But they are two separate issues. All right. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. That's Minister Simon Coveney.